When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere And each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. With Lucky Land slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry. Sorry. We're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No. Lucky Land Casino. With cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Hello and welcome to the Arsenal podcast, Footballistically Arsenal. I haven't mentioned that name for a while now. It's almost like that legendary title of this podcast has somehow gone astray as if people have forgotten. I remember when we first started doing it about five years ago, six years ago. Set my fucking hell, seven years ago, sorry, language already, Um, that we at the last minute had to think of a name and no one could think of anything and I just reread an interview recently with Arsene Wenger where he said footballistic which of course is coinage and so I came up with it and no one had a better idea and we've been stuck with it ever since that's an interesting start to the podcast isn't it sidekick sidekick Josh it is but we're just simply at Arsenal podcast on, yes, on Twitter which is to much be simpler, fair. which you should all follow us and give us feedback on and interact with us on. oh yeah big time uh, we welcome back Russ Yersh Russ Yershon give you your full of your full name but you're Russ Yersh on the Twitter aren't you exactly so you're reading um, everyone's Twitter bios, aren't you? Yeah, except to, I've, uh, I'm annoyingly I've queued up our other guest one first. Ah, can you you, okay. read, you read Russ's ones there? Right, Russ's I'll, one's very sweet, actually. I'll add another check of it today. Oh, yeah, I'm, I'm there. I'm there. Committed. Russ Yersh says okay. huge passion for sport, both playing and watching. My wife and beautiful daughters Evie and Elsie. But as, as ever, you. I noticed that the passion for sport comes first. Obviously. Before the wine. Obviously. So, you know, just saying, just saying that's true. And we have a debutante. We have, we welcome um, Dan Letts. Dan, Who? Dan maybe Betts. Dan, Dan Betts. Betts. Sorry, I've written Letts. I'm, Don Letts is a very famous uh, video director and photographer who's in Brigadier Dynamite. Dan you know, To be Betts. fair to you, Thanks. Dan's name is not easily accessible on the internet. No, right? that's because the thing. That's what I'm about to say. So I apologise. Even I knew Dan's surname. Was Everyone will be saying... I'm who, an enigma. Who, you, know, you know how he'll be better known if you... Yeah, well, I'm about to explain. His blog. Thanks. Okay. I was about to explain. Gosh, anyway. Sorry about that. The Hot Steppenhoff's better known as the, the man behind the Hot Steppenhoffs. You're also a contributor, as you say, to Gunasphere. Guna fanzine. You're a podcast regular on some other podcasts, which I'm not going to mention. Yeah, we don't talk and, about other podcasts. And, <laughs> and today I was watching, you've got your own YouTube channel and everything. 
Yeah, I've not mastered that. All you can see is 25 minutes of my nostrils. Yeah. Um, so it yeah. needs a lot of work. Well, yeah. you know, they're, they're fine nostrils. Dan. Thank you very much. Yeah. I, yeah. I've worked on them. Yeah. But you're, that's your real name. And we're to mention your real name, Dan, but main, Dan Betts, mainly because you've got a book coming out. You're working on a book. What's the book about? Um, it's about the uh, uh, the highs of the 1990-1991 season. Try and say that three times fast. Um, so this is... This is the, remind us. I was I was well. In, I was definitely going to Arsenal, but what happened in the nineteen ninety? I, I mean, not the entire season. Don't talk us through that. No, no, of course. We'll wait for the book. We want but, the title, uh, yes. but it doesn't have as much attention right. as it should do because it was we, two years after the uh, Anfield trial. Of course, right. and uh, we lost one game all all season. Right, uh, it, that was to Chelsea, right? Two one. Yeah, yeah. I did a lot of research on that, and it was. Um, I just think we, it deserves a bit more of a spotlight. Yeah, yeah. One one game lost all season. Yeah. And what upon upon the research and the topic, there was a lot of fixture congestion. Every three days we were playing. Uh, there was a lot more competition. Man United, Crystal Palace, Liverpool, they all had brilliant yeah. squads. So I'm not going to mention them a lot down the road. Uh, it just deserves more attention. Yeah. And the more I found out, the more I realised that this team was absolutely amazing. I mean, obviously I'm biased, but uh, I think they're on a par with... Then maybe perhaps the Invincibles. You'll have to read the book. We will. I can't wait because I was. I must have gone to. I probably went to pretty much every home home game that season. Yeah. Well, what year did you stop I'm going jealous. regularly, boy? Stop going. Start going. Stop going. <laughs> stop going. Start. You just stop. Um, no. I'm about to stop Finger going. Out. No. no. Um, I started going regularly um, about 1986, seven, eight. Then I went to America. I was in America for the actual Anfield year. I was in America. Oh, you were studying? Yeah, I was studying, living out there for a year. And then when I came back, I went back. So, 90, so the only year I wasn't. Go active going was 89 the year we won the league so my, I feel my story in many ways is more tragic than you know um, fever pitch because I was going to us regularly and missed our one at that, that incredible moment and troughs there. Yeah, yeah yeah right yeah mm. um, Maybe, did you speak to anyone from the Chelsea side that beat us um, I came perilously close to speaking to Kerry Dixon who scored the second goal who was offside Let's settle that oh, now. Yeah, the, yeah. the goal shouldn't have stood, but uh, what can you do? But uh, I couldn't. Uh, he had some social commitments and whatnot. And uh, aside from that, I, the amount of research and the amount of, it's very difficult to find all the um, the programs. I had to do a lot of. God, but I've got some programs. You should come to me. I've got yeah, them now. Have you? Okay, oh, good. Good. Should, did, have you got any away ones? That would be no. Brilliant. I never went away. Never went away. Still there don't. must be a few of the Arsenal Twitterati that have yeah, yeah. all the yeah, programs. I have utilised my many connections oh, like, yeah, a, like a yeah. squid. And just but what I'm really looking forward to your book is because my memory is terrible. I literally can barely like anything beyond like five years ago. I can barely remember anything about anything. And um, it may be a maybe that's why I've had diagnosed. That's why you don't appreciate our manager because you can't remember. Well, I you can't, can't remember what he's done <laughs> in the previous yeah, sixteen true. years. But I that. really can't. So even though I did go to it, I just can't remember them. I mean, I know I've, I remember. You know, the, I remember the general glory of it and how exciting it was. So I remember the. Did you uh, start going, Russ? First game was in uh, 1987, uh, but, I, but I do remember the uh, the day we won the league in 91. I remember Liverpool playing two hours before, finishing oh. the game two hours before. Uh, I think they failed to win or drew at Nottingham Forest, That's I believe. Right. Ian Wong Ian scored. Wong. So was it 1-0? Uh, yes, it was. And I, I spoke to a few fans who yeah. were there. Um, who they, they turned up early for to watch that game before, obviously, we kicked off against Man United. So were you there? No, I, I, I was. I remember driving up um, uh, near Manor Park, okay. and I remember just being at the traffic lights to turn down towards uh, Clissold Court when the final whistle went, and literally everyone uh, in the car was was hitting the horns. 
Uh, and then obviously the celebration started with obviously the very comfortable win over Manchester United. It was a very, very good game, that one. Uh, uh, Michael Thomas gave an exit uh, after, after, after the game and he said he found it very difficult to get warmed up for that game, but it didn't show. I mean, we hammered United that day and they give us a guard of honour, which it makes right. it double as sweet, doesn't it? And Alan Smith was on, was on fire that year. Golden boot winner. Yeah. He won the golden boot? Yeah, yeah. twice in three. He won in uh, eight, 1999. One in ninety one, incredible. And Rokos was was playing, wasn't he? That? He's played thirteen games oh, that okay. season. He was in and out, but when he did slot into the team, he was like he was never away. He was my favourite player in that. In that, in that Understandable. Yeah, yeah. Rocky was Legend, a genius. Yeah. Yeah. Limpar was Limpar on the wing was. Oh, I love Limpar as well. Yeah, poor man's Perry Groves and his Limpar. Steady I'll stick, I'll stick Steady up for Perry, Anders. but that was how Dan and I got in touch because yes. Perry did speak to you for the book. So I, yeah, we look forward to reading that in the we summer. Do. We, have we gone on about this enough? Is this what you're saying, George? You're trying to move us on? Uh, and, well, it's just funny, isn't it? That we've we've played. Twice, yeah. Some people would have yeah. expected to hear something well, about so Bayern Munich or something. No, no, it's not my at fault. all. It's and we haven't fault. even mentioned the drink you were drinking as you walked in here. The purdy multivitamin fruit drink. It's very. It's this very, looks like it costs more than the Southern United team. Yeah, it's, like, well, it's, about one, it's about one forty nine from your local very reasonable beverage. Um, uh, retail Emporium it's very nice but yeah it's really Purdy's Edge we are looking for sponsors for this podcast <laughs> yeah, by the way we are we yeah. uh, hey Purdy's Purdy's yeah, want to get in touch because we tried with delicious... Delaware North where they didn't ever reply yeah it's not just a regular Purdy's this is Edge by the way and right. we should also say that Dan is better known as Yock Jock AFC because you're Scottish even though you don't sound Scottish yeah it was a gamer tag back in the day and uh, there's Jock. no C in it because obviously then it makes it look like the word cock right so and being Jock a teenager AFC back in the day without yeah. Oh, it is an Arsenal tattoo. See, there was basically the viewers weren't well, viewers, listeners won't appreciate this. There was a a tattoo creeping out under the t-shirt, and I thought it said 1886, which I assume must be an Arsenal reference. Yes, unless it was a particularly important year in your family. She made a rule: you can have an Arsenal tattoo, but it can't have anything. It can't have a cannon. It can't be completely obvious because then I Uh, she doesn't like those. So I made I made my own one. And can you show us if we're going to put this photo up? Let me just tense up. It says so Victoria Josh is taking a frankly, a frankly homoerotic photograph of, <laughs> and I'm, I'm, of Dan. Ironically, we're in a top top gun. The whole thing. Quite, quite happy with the way that looks. Yeah, we'll put that of, on Twitter now. Yeah, of Dan's um, Dan's arm. With Victoria Concordia Crescent since 1886. Lovely. Well, I think we've got it all covered. Any tattoos of Arsenal? <laughs> I, I love no tattoos. Thank you. You love us at the moment. <laughs> so yeah, what a week it's been. What a week oh, wow. in the history of it. Feels like the week that everything changed in terms of. You know, some of us have been saying for a while now that we're in a right old state and we're in, and, and mostly down to the manager, we're in a position of unbelievably tedious, kind of repetitive um, stasis. And suddenly, after we repeated our 5 1 defeat um, at Bayern Munich, the whole world seems to be agreeing and suddenly deciding that something ought to be done, like our Vega should either go or announce he's going to go in the end of the season and every journalist in the world suddenly seems to be deciding that's the case and every, pretty much every Arsenal fan maybe except Josh and Jeff Arsenal or one or two other special people on Twitter but what do you guys think do you what's your, what A has it been a traumatic week after that unbelievably um, tedious night or are you feeling now after because we're speaking since the day after the quite pleasant um, performance against Sutton I thought yeah, pleasant night good night for football are you feeling slightly better about the world now Russ when you say traumatic and then from what you just said with regards to change mm. nothing has really changed in terms of in terms of what's happened last no. year we got beat 5-1 at Bayern yes it was in the group stage this year we got beat 5-1 
there's there was no leadership on the pitch has anything really changed now and I think that has got it, it got to me in terms of is Wenger's time up at the end of the year I think so because he's spent money over the last few years and we haven't delivered we're out of the Champions League even before we've got the second leg I think that has got to a lot more fans this time um, because yeah. we sat there watching okay one all I thought we were lucky to go in at half time one all even though we did have a couple of chances near the end but for 38 minutes they pretty much dominated in terms of possession mm. Mm. and second half yes we lost Koscielny but the whole team it looked lack of ideas and when it went two and then three and then we were lucky to get away with five it could have been six or seven yes um, so my view is, is it time for a change? I think so. And more for Wenger's sanity himself. <laughs> yeah. the, for all our sanity. The, the, there's, not, there's not much more he can deliver. No. Okay, Everyone thought, yeah, look, deliver a Champions League and then go, well, that's not going to happen this year. Um, if, we, if, we do get, if we do win an FA Cup, it was the same as the FA Cup, I think, two years ago. Mm. It was like, great, great. When we, many of us say you should have gone after that. That would have been good, wouldn't it? Um, or do you disagree? Dan? Uh, I think the problems are threefold. I think it's uh, partially, obviously, he's got to own up to a lot of it. Uh, he's the lion's share, to be fair. Uh, like everyone has intimated, there has been a pattern, uh, especially in the Champions League, where what's been more annoying is that we've had, obviously, these awful draws against Bayern Munich twice, uh, Barcelona, uh, and the way we basically just hand the initiative automatically onto them uh, and say, right, listen, you, you, obviously you're way more talented than us, bigger brother, then just, just come at us. We are the Arsenal. We should not be inviting pressure onto us. I mean, they had 74% possession. They had 500 more passes than us when we are known as a passing team. We should not be inviting them onto us. It's like we've, we're, we're giving them superiority straight away. And yeah. But they are superior. But they shouldn't be, is my argument. Right. Um, you only have to look at the the betting, the best odds on that on that game, and the fact that pretty much any team. There's not actually. I don't think that Russ would be a single team that would have gone there, and Bayern wouldn't have been favourites to win the game in the Champions League at home at Bayern. Barcelona go there. I think Bayern are still favourites to win the game. Maybe not the tie over two legs, but certainly the game. I think we accepted that night. We don't care. We don't need the ball. And for 50 minutes, I think we actually did all right. I disagree slightly, Russ. I thought we actually had the better chance going into half time with Shaka could have made it two one. But we hopelessly fell apart when Koscielny went off, like unacceptably. I do, I do totally accept that. Mm. But isn't Dan's point, I kind of see what Dan's point is. That, I mean, those other teams you talk about. I'm sorry, but, I just think they've got better players. I think well, Arsen well, said well, as much himself after the, at the our, end of the game. Our squad is more expensive than theirs, than theirs as well. Um, we they've have spent pretty, more money. Yeah. Um, our squad now is exactly where Wenger wanted it to be. I'm, I've never been a firmly Wenger out man. I've never w- once said that, that that's it, I, I'm sick of it. But now... I think there's been a bit of a watershed moment. Uh, like Boyd intimated it earlier, there's a lot more want, thinking uh, that it's his time now. Mm. But I, I think your point about the way that we, way we went and approached that game is really interesting because I agree with you. I think what, I, 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 you, you sit back and you go, well, we talk about all these other teams that would have gone there with, a, with an inferior, with inferior players. I'm, but, and I'm not sure if that's true. And even if it is true, I don't even see it. If Liverpool went there, they would have played like we played. And I don't know if Manchester United or Chelsea. I don't think if any of those big teams, those really, those yeah. big teams with an aura about them. That's what we lack. We've lacked and we have lacked for five, six years now. That aura that a big, proper big team has. The power 
and the kind just a, just a kind of, and I had to use the fucking mental strength thing. Oh my word! But you know, <laughs> and 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 for me, the we way we, the the. The way I mean, we could have been. We started terribly. We kind of we eventually got our act together, didn't we? They could have been two or three nil up in about ten minutes, mm. right? And then we kind of got our act together for another twenty minutes, and then we, we, we scored them. at halftime. You've got to take that. We're happy. We were lucky. But yeah, this, we this is my and point. Then, we, then the capitulation happened. But what I'm saying is, is that everything about that performance summed up how we what we're lacking, as opposed to the bigger teams. And I'm mean, even including teams that might even be a bit below us in the league right now or teams that haven't had our amazing record like you said, billion like you said Liverpool yeah, yes, look, they, there's something about us that that inspires in other teams I think oh we can easily take care of them mm-hmm. it's meant it's it's leadership as well so is Koscielny a leader on the pitch I don't think he is but whether the rest of the 10 outfield players thought okay oh. he's now gone well we're in trouble um that's the thing year after year right. the, the, one player the, goes the, the, since he had the Invincibles and mm. the, the, the Vieras the, the, the tall players um, the strength we just haven't we just haven't had anything there that mm. can keep us in games th- you look at Liverpool way when we I think we conceded was it five or six Chelsea over the years five and six United yeah. five and six here five I know Obviously, Mustafi was part yeah. fault for a couple of goals, and cha- oh, the Ox Gabriel. gave Gabriel. Oh the, my God! Gabriel. The, the Ox gave what is the, point the ball away for the fifth goal. <laughs> yeah, we shouldn't come out losing five no, one. I think no. what you said earlier, you have you have a very valid point. It is the Alliance Arena at the end of the day, and they will dominate whoever visits the Alliance Arena. But we gave them about eighty minutes where we invited them and we had an inferiority complex. It was only in fits and bursts where we actually came out and said, oh, wait a minute, we can actually play. It was like um, when we lost 3-2 against Man United at Old Trafford last season, when they turned up uh, in they had plasters all over them they, they had a, a ravaged squad yeah. Rashford played yeah, I, went, yeah. I, w- I was there too and it was everyone expected this, this is the end of the Old Trafford hoodoo and we did exactly the same we only reminded ourselves that we could play when they scored and we're like oh wait, 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 wait a minute and then mm. we scored and then we sat back again once we'd uh, restored parity it's infuriating one final point is when we're 3-1 down you need some leader out there to think okay, this could be four or five. Let's shut up shop. Two banks of four. Let's tighten up as a group. And we go home losing 3-1 and then we're still in the tie. It's easier said than done. But is it? it? I think but at would, that level they were for us. They were playing so well. They were, I mean, would other even teams at the first Come on, they other teams. Uh, I, know, right, I know Barcelona lost 4-0 the night before. But that to, happens, a t- like, to a that team happens, that we drew with twice. Let's remember that happens once in a lifetime. That happens once in literally once. That's why that's such a... This happens to us every single fucking year. Two or three times. So, and the thing is, it is that thing, isn't it? Yeah, like, again, to go harp on about it, our other big teams... Might have lost two one or three one. Correct. Not fi- they wouldn't be over. It wouldn't be dead. And now yeah, you s- just yeah. invalidated your own point with the Barcelona no, reference. No, no, I'm saying that was. I, I, I preempted you were going to mention that because that was okay. one startling moment in their history. Uh, completely well, unusual. This in is a consistent. This is a consistent facet of our failure year yeah, after year. To be fair, what you what you referenced earlier, we were one of the only, you know. <laughs> Big quote team. marks quote one of the big teams big that team. has a propensity a yes. regular propensity yes. to lose by four or five goals it happens now it seems to be happening once every six months um, whether it be in Europe or against Chelsea a couple of seasons ago um, we have that house of cards moment every now and then where we're like we just collapse Koscielny went off can you say with any great um, confidence if Man United lost their most influential player uh, I don't know if they lost Ibrahimovic or if Man City lost their one decent centre back. Um, would they 
concede four or five no. goals. They wouldn't. No. Uh, Chelsea, if they lost G- Gary Cahill, it, it just yeah. I can't help smirking when I say Gary Cahill yeah. is a linchpin. Yeah. Um, if he, they, they lost him, would they collapse? I don't mm. think they would. We're the only team that does yeah. that. It was a very poor second half, but I think there's oh, a lot was. of individual errors. I mean, uh, I, I don't know. I feel frustrated. I feel that you got to, You can't say that was an aberration. This is a pattern, isn't it? That's not. You know, it wasn't down to individual errors. It was down to the whole thing. I'm trying to think this season. What heaviest? What was our heaviest defeat this season? This season, yeah. Jeez. Oh, no, let's let's sort of take this here. Let's talk about this season and the other uh, teams we've lost to. Lost to Liverpool four three. Lost to Watford two one. I think the Liverpool game was an aberration. Lost to Man City two one. I mean, honestly, lost the game the whole season by by more than a goal from from off the top of my head. The Liverpool game was an aberration completely. I mean, we didn't have any centre backs. We had Rob Holden and Callum Chambers first time together, and mm. you can see why that happened. That was a mess, and that was. It was just an, it was an accident, to be fair. But I agree. So, some of the other games, I mean, the Everton and Man City games back to back, they we may not have collapsed in terms of shipping goals, but I, I'm going to play devil's advocate. I still think that uh, Wenger has a lot to give. But yeah. I, he does, and he will, and he's said as much. That's an intriguing, intriguing statement, and we'll talk about that more after this little ad break. from the Geek Town Radio podcast a show that gives you the latest TV, film and gaming news all from a UK perspective plus the latest UK premiere dates and a ton of interviews from people such as Suits Lewis Lit Rick Hoffman It's crazy The whole thing's crazy to gaming royalty like Troy Baker and Nolan North Would you really take a bullet from me? Uh, well no that's that's the acting <laughs> From behind the scenes people such as the directors of smash hit US comedy Veep We love Geek Town My kids wear your t-shirts to screen legends Hello such as Mr. George Decay. Star trekking across the universe. For all this and more, come join us on Geek Town Radio, available to download every Tuesday from your usual podcast supplier and from geektown.co.uk. And we're back from the outbreak. You're saying that Arsenal has a lot to give. In terms of, do you mean, like, you're actually like the idea of him carrying on for another two years or do you mean actually if he stays for the rest of the season which he obviously will do mm. he will every now and then he might we might play really well and, and come up with a good performance or win an mm. FA Cup what, do you, or do you mean actually he's got a lot to give in terms of you think you should stay for another couple of years <sighs> okay you've really, really put, put you on really the spot, put me on the spot yeah. I, like I uh, mentioned earlier I think the problem is threefold I don't think it is all down to Wenger I think uh, the board has set um, this, this limbo yeah. level where um Fourth place, they want the back. They want the bankroll. They've got to bankroll their new stadium because uh, they moved the Rams, haven't they? In the NFL, uh, they've got to pay for that. Oh, and I'm guessing he's got more than enough money to do it himself. But no, he likes his little holding holding account at Arsenal. Uh, the boards are to blame to a degree. Uh, there's no sort of targets for Wenger, or it seems that way. Obviously, I'm not part of the board, so I don't know. And then I think the players have got a lot to answer for because, I mean, so many times that you can see that. Ray Parler, a couple of months ago, came out a really interesting comment, and he said, the manager's job is from Monday to Friday, and then for when, once you hit Saturday and you get to the white line on the turf, that's his job over. He can only make a sub, he can only make these little changes. When they hit the pitch, it's down to the players, and so many times our players have been underachieving. They're not performing or doing what they are more than capable of doing. I mean, it's only this season that we can say with any sort of certainty that the Ox has done something that matches his 
a burgeoning talent. It looks like he's an actual player now, whereas we've had three, four seasons of utter shit. Yeah, and, and you can point the finger at the manager and you can point the finger at the player, depending on which way you, you sit on the fence. If, you, if you're anti the manager, you probably point to saying he hasn't been coached properly and he hasn't been improved. And if you want to point the finger at the player, you say, well, has he done enough to sort of take take uh, control of his own situation? Mm. Uh, you know, it depends on what side of the argument you, you sit I'm on. Not sure, I'm, I'm, not sure, on I'm not sure Wenger trusts him in big games. If you look at the Monaco game a few years ago in the Champions League, we were 2-1 down. Oh my word, he gave it. he gave away the ball mm. and then it was a Berbatov scored with three one three one down and the fifth goal that the Bayern scored that was totally the Ox's fault. What he was doing trying to play out from there, I know it was only one goal less, but still, oh, he's not the finished article by far. It is. You can't been better in the mid in the central. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Look, he but, gives pace, he drives, and that's yeah. what we miss. Obviously, everyone talks about Jack Wilkshire going. Jacara, I'm, I'm not having at all. Ox, I'd have there all day long because he'll give he'll give passion and he'll, he'll want to drive with the ball and he doesn't mind having a shot. But Russ, this, so let me ask you the same question. You, I can't, did you in the end come down on one side or the other, down on whether he should... <laughs> <laughs> it was a really it. diplomatic... Yeah, I've got splinters diplomatic. in my arse, put it that You way. have a bit. Yeah, um, I, I would like to see someone like Sam Pauli, but I think he's going to go to Barcelona. I would, I would like to see... Uh, Simeone because I think he's got more of a longer track record everyone's saying um, what's, it, what's his name at Monaco Leonardo yeah. Len I can't remember his full name but he's looking um, pretty impressive but I don't think he's right. got but would you? But, but do you think Wenger should go at the end of this season <laughs> yes oh, uh, right yes Russ it hurts this question Wenger in Wenger out for me it's more okay who will succeed him and why? Well, Dan's just come up with a couple of... Couple yeah, of I think Allegri uh, at Juve is, is a, good, got, a good option. Yeah. Um, I do like Lowe, the, yeah, uh, the German Lowe. coach. I think it was obviously our German um, players that we've got. And also the Germans, as they say, they do have good mental strength and know how to, to, to play games. Yeah. Yeah. Um, the, the Dortmund fella, too short. Again, he's, he's shown good signs. Right, um, so well, there's plenty of candidates out there, aren't there? So why shouldn't, why the hell shouldn't he go with the other and, and obviously Simone, so between those four... Right, right. I'd even, be happy surely, with... Even, surely even our useless board, and I, I take your point about, you know, absolutely, none of them know anything about football, so I can make yeah, it. That's the problem, they're scared, even they're they're scared to make the decision. Even they can can't they? Even they can literally Google it, do a fucking Google, <laughs> and they'll see millions of articles going, these are the main candidates to replace us and me. One thing I can tell you is that they really are aware, of course they've got a massive press team, they're incredibly aware of what of what the press is saying and not only that but you know there's supported liaison officers and there's people who are in touch with the different supporters groups and touching base with the different fan groups and, and they absolutely know that there's more than 50% of the fans are, are now you know wanting wanting Maybe managers to sure. leave. they're Maybe completely right. aware right however yeah what at the beginning of the season his aim would have been from the board to get this club in the top four and you know, do as well as they possibly can in Europe. And but I'm that's afraid still only the aim officially. Like the, his only, so his only. What task do you think year in is? year out? I think the task is to. It'd be lovely if we won the title. No, no, but no, compete. Mm, be if, in in it with a shout. We've been the this. Oh come on. Okay, so let's every, wait for about of the course. Last I want them to five compete. Years. I, yeah, I agree, and I don't want to just repeat and for the sake of it. And to not have this situation where we repeat the same... Well, I've looked up today. There's a brilliant article. I just mentioned this. There's an article written at the beginning of the season in The Telegraph, right, by um, Charlie Eccleshire. And I came across it. I was randomly Googling about the season. Charlie's been on the pod with us. Oh, there we go. I forgot mm. that. He's great. And it's literally... It's how Arsenal's 2016-17 season will play out. This was written... And he's got his spot on so far, you know, right? It's, it's, it's brilliant. And it just, I'll just read the beginning. For Arsenal fans, every season is like a recurring nightmare. A stuck in their very 
own version of Groundhog Day. The transfer window meltdown, the promising start, the injury crisis, the fan protest, the lack of silverware, and he literally goes through month by month, and it's all happened. It's hilarious. It's really far past. That's quite scary. It's really funny. This is the point. Yeah, the one thing we haven't had, which is the great point, is the injury crisis. So even without the injury crisis, it still happened. It still happened, and a couple of decent new purchases. Seemingly, it still happened. And my question now is. What I've kind of asked you, obviously, what you, my feeling is. So he said last week two things, interesting things. Thing I said last week, which are both on Josh's menu. He said he will make a decision about the two-year contract in March, April. Right, yes. that's one thing. Yep. And then the second thing he said was he'll be managing next year definitely somewhere, if not Arsenal, somewhere else. So my two Mystic questions, about, yeah. So my two questions about that is the latter one, which is a surprising amount of arrogance, because who are all these teams lining up who definitely want him? Of course. If he left, to, he would be snapped up. Oh, right, snapped up straight away. About, but he's not going to want to go to like a smaller than big, big, big club, is it? It won't and be I'm in England. Sure, but I'm, who are these major big clubs? Right, really? There'll be, I'm sure, clubs around Europe, and possibly he's maybe had a you know lucrative offers from you know the China, Paris. yeah. yeah. Oh, okay. PSG, well, PSG, uh, the way PSG they don't win the one uh, league on, then, they're doing uh, pretty well. <laughs> but so, all right. So, but top, though, even they? by his standards, yeah. I thought it was a weird thing to say. To say I might, you know, I'll be managing somewhere or somewhere else. But fine, okay, we'll take that on board. But the first thing, the March April thing, what difference does that make? So, if we're still in the cup. You know, well, we haven't won it yet, so what? That doesn't make you do. He's not going to know whether we won the FA Cup or not. We won a trophy. Our, our last chance of winning a trophy, and he, we, we, we definitely don't stand a chance of winning the league. We're out of Europe, so what difference does March April? I'll tell you what the difference. The difference is that in in three or four weeks' time, we could either be well set for a top three, top two finish, possibly. Right. You know, depending on what goes we on, might or, or right. we might lose at Anfield. Um, you know. Draw well. We're not going to have that Leicester fixture now nice. because we'll have a cup Munich, game. Munich, so whatever the next league game after that will be, you know, and we might be come international break, which is the twenty fifth of March. That Saturday's international games. Come that this time next month, we might be in a you know a, a different place that he feels. Do you know what? Maybe I have taken it as far as I can go. So. It, of course, it changes. It no, changes what, game by game. But, but of course, not, we but, might just be fourth. They're two points right, either way. It might be in exactly so the same position. Take another few weeks. He's speaking, right, he's so speaking differently now. Nothing's changed, though. as you said. Russell, it's the first time he's ever yes. cited the possibility, yes. isn't it? Very publicly and gone. Look, I'll be managing here the or somewhere else. The senses he was using were different. But it isn't it interesting seems... that it's all him? It shouldn't be. It's his deciding his own future. Well, think about the way it was set up. Though that press conference was the first time it had been put on Arsenal live for years. Everyone on Twitter, social media was was a buzz with everyone thinking he's going to announce. It. He's going to announce it. Even the press were thinking it. Oh, but I didn't. <laughs> I don't think it, it just seemed that. Right. It seemed, it seemed yeah, that right. way. And it was weird Sky, to set Sport, it up. Sky Sports News yeah. were they had. Um, he was meant to do it about nine o'clock. Yeah, I mean, he was late. And he was late. Yes. And they kept cutting to it. The way yes. they were building it up, it was like a transfer deadline day. Yeah. It, was it was like NASA's ridiculous. announcement of a new planet in the another outer solar. It was ridiculous mm. the way the way they uh, hyped it up, but. I was going to ask. It, obviously, I, I can tell which way you used to <laughs> sit on the Vengar debate. Have we made that clear? Yeah, Not boy sits on the wrong side. Do you think Does my should... high pitched yelling it kind of make? Do you me... think he should pick his successor or not? No way. No, I mean, I wouldn't. I mean, I've quite influence like in some way. It shouldn't, be, it shouldn't be his choice. But, it's like, but thingy went. My thingy. Versus Fergie. Versus Fergie. 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 Fergie
Okay, Sir Alex Pink Moyes. I got Dan's <laughs> name wrong in the beginning. Yeah. Sir Alex Ferguson. He named exactly named David Moyes. I mean, what you know? I, I just think, and I, I think I wouldn't be surprised if Wenger named some mediocre, you know, kind of bloke. I'm not saying deliberately, but but no, it's not up to him. It should be. It, it, they should convene a group of intelligent football experts of the board. I mean, of which Arsenal will be one of them. them. You know, when England like go to Trevor Brook and go tell us who we should give as next manager. So Arsenal they're going to bring in get, external candidates to have a say on Arsenal. Yeah, well, no. I mean, Arsenal. Le- I mean, Arsenal oh, legends. I'm talking like they get. Yeah, no, no, no. I'm not extra. Like so you're, you're treating this board like they're incapable. They, they are, are incapable they in terms of football and decisions. Thank you. As yeah. I said, I think oh, on the last week, last week's podcast, the club will change unrecognisably, and we will become like every other club and sack managers every three or four years as soon uh-huh. as this current yeah, yeah. manager has gone. Yeah, but that's what we will yeah, become like every club. No one's going to have another manager for twenty years. So the idea that. You Not for know, 20 years Ivan, no, but Ivan like Gazidis middle ground. Anyway, Ivan Gazidis love it, like, he's never like made a terrible managerial appointment that we can beat him with a stick with let's see what happens I mean I just, we're sort of having a go at them all as being incredibly incompetent when they never had an opportunity to appoint a manager what they're in is a situation where the manager at the moment has complete control of whether he stays and we can disagree on whether whether that's right and it's, it's probably not healthy even though I think that if he wants to stay he still should um, so and well, we'll just, sorry, if he wants to stay for another two years if he wants to stay yeah he should still stay so he basically could do anything he wants so you're like, like you know we could be well, out of Europe so he we wants. could finish seventh yeah. well the deal's go on the table the cup, but no, that's the difference. go out of the cup in the next round to another non-league team and you still think he could do whatever the hell he wants what does he have well, he, to do to serve someone like sporters like I, you I believe and, and Gazidis to get some sense of responsibility and fucking do something I believe if we, if we finish outside the top four that, that he will decide that that is an opportune sign that he, he will go well, if he doesn't a- Amy Lawrence well, then he'll stay Emmy Lawrence, yes, she put together a very good article. She did. Um, and she uh, inferred that maybe it's time for people like Sir Chips Keswick to stand up <laughs> and Chips. develop a, ba- a backbone yes, and I say, guess. right, it's now time. Va- Arson, we, we love you and all, you, all that you've done, but exactly. it might be and time why? for change. Uh, Russell, one because that article was so brilliant, I'm so glad it you It was really it. good. She's she's what, the, point, the key point she made, and I think I tweeted about it with the quote was, don't underestimate how scary it is for him, Arsene Wenger, to wake up and not have a job in football. And I don't... And I, and that, what job. the point she was making was... No, 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 no. There's such a... He will be have a job. It's not as simple as that. He, brilliant managers have gone a period of time where they don't... Uh, Mourinho went quite a long time, didn't he, before that yeah, Man United job. I don't think Wenger could cope with for five or six months without... Being in football, he hasn't got anything else. And she was making that point. Don't underestimate how scary it will be. Well, don't underestimate his capacity to go, oh, no, I'll do another two years no matter no, what. No, if you, if it'll be a scary day for you, Boyd. It'll be a scary day for you, boy, when you have to leave your profession one day after... Yeah, it's, some, it's not up to me. Everyone. It's not up to me. My bosses, I've got bosses who will sack me if I fuck up. We I would love to leave my you're unsackable. No, no, boys, you're right. no one is, apart from Wenger. You're absolutely right. But the bottom line is, the board have offered him a two-year extension so the deal is on the table he could sign it tomorrow and they could agree right in a month's time yeah. whatever the result this yeah. day we will announce it and that's and that's done so the deal is on the table from the other side the board do need to have a backbone and and, and really push him harder yeah 100%. but he, he, he has from a fan perspective he's devoted 20 years of 
his life, and oh, it's it's been f- phenomenal for the for, for, for the majority of the part. How much does sentimental sentimental? But uh, at, at some point, at some point, the fans the fans need to need to go. Okay, okay, let's get behind the team now till the end of the season, and whatever decision sure. he makes. But I'm behind the team. The people, this is the people confuse things. I, I'm totally behind the team, and I, you know, I don't go stand there at the Emirates. <laughs> Josh has been with me. Well, I don't say the Emirates yelling Wenger around. I don't. I, you know, I'm supporting the team. No have you got a banner in your jacket? I have not got any banners. But what I'm when I'm talk, doing my podcast and when I'm expressing my opinion about Arsenal mm. and I'm analysing the situation, it would be insane to, to carry on like this for me. So my, sure. my point would be. I, I know you're right about this. So of course, the, the board aren't going to go tear up that contract. They've given it to him now. That's the phase. But someone surely could say to him quietly, "Look, look, look. This is you know the situation." It's it's got really grim. It's got it's got stale. It's terrible. Wouldn't it be great if you said announce now to every to the world? I'm going to leave at the end of the season, and I guarantee you from that point on, if he did that, the, 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 the by far the majority of sports would be behind him. I think the media would be behind him. And I think the team would do their best to win that FA Cup for him and all that. And but you, know, with, you could possibly have a nice sentimental ending. As yeah. it is at the moment, we're in the same. It's the nothing change stasis that goes on and on and on. But look what happened with it, Pellegrini and Mancini as City. They did it. I know it's 20 years, but these current players haven't, haven't been in the squad for 20 years. I don't think that matters. I, I do think at some point the, the board need to say a decision needs to be made at this, at, at this date. You either take it or leave it. If Wenger signs for two years, then the Wenger outs need to just... I think what's really changed get is... Get on the- with it. And and, and and that's it because the players and the and, and the future of the club needs to be needs he, can't, to be, he can't suffer two years can what, he? what's he changed can't. I think now is that we've always had excuses for um, f- obviously since 2006 since the Emirates began we've had the cash worries we've got to pay back the stadium we've got to, we've had um, um, our squad has been too thin we've had to we, we've had to recoup our spending every single season the last two three seasons we've, he's been quietly building the squad that he wants right. now we have we're supposed to have if you look at it we've got um, establishing at nationals adequate cover in every single position and yet the pattern has still not been broken yeah. I think as a man as a manager he uh, and what he's done before he's now underperforming as to his potential the players are underperforming and the status quo needs to be shifted because it's not working. Yeah. I think we're very eloquent. I, 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 I want to move on and, and talk oh, about yeah. the Sutton got, and, and, my, and my, my, <laughs> Sutton, the game last night. Not oh, yeah. Chris Sutton. We can talk about Chris Sutton. Sutton. No, no please don't. Yeah, we've got. The, we have got the very night. Let's move on. Talk about the much happier um, thing that happened, which was that Theo, of course, scored his hundredth goal. Yay! Your favourite. And I thought it was always interesting for my favourite. And I thought it was yeah. You look at me like I'm mad. I can't believe I've been following the fact that I'm a Theo obsessed. I'm not, I'm a, I thought I was one uh, one of a few. I, I, I genuinely love the love the oh, I'm happy with Theo. This is a great moment. Right. It's a great moment. Totally good bond. There was a really horrible highlights package made of him last night too. Going around Twitter today, it was oh, like giving away the ball, yeah. past, some them. of which were. Them. But what I thought was interesting about it was that on the BBC One, the commentator and um, who was the um, expert summariser, what's his name? Graham Lasso. Graham Lasso, thank you. Were really positive. They were really sweet about it. And they were like, oh, it's good. It's 100th goal. It's a really good achievement. Barry, and they made the point that he's not a striker. He's hardly played out and out in that position. You know, like every now and then, very good, suddenly he decides he's yeah. going to do it. People thought he was going to do it last night. He didn't. And, um, and he has scored 100 goals. And it is a great achievement. Discuss. How oh, superb achievement. Yes. I think it's 236 starts, 100 goals. Um, look, he's, he's, been, he's been great for Arsenal. Yes. I, I, I think he's delivered goals at the right time. I'm, I'm happy that, that he's done it. And obviously, he's got his deal now. Um, 
and look, let's long may continue that he does get the goals. He he does need pushed a bit more, and he does need I think better players around him. And look, I think he'll continue yeah. to score to score many goals for Arsenal. Dan. I, I love the man. Um, I think obviously everyone is well aware of his injury worries, uh, his positional shifts, his mad insistence last season to play through the centre, which I still maintain that he could do uh, yes. with the correct service. Uh, his goal record when he is fit and when he plays a run of games, because obviously players need um, uh, a regular playing time, is it, it, undeniable. There are certain players who will not affect the game. They will not pick, pick the game up by the scruff of the neck but they will come up with the goods. Uh, Michael Owen is a prime example. When he was in his prime, he could flit in and out of the game for 80 minutes, but not, not 89th minute, he's the man you want on the penalty area. He comes up with the goods. He just will not affect the game throughout the whole, throughout the whole 90 minutes. And yeah. Theo Walker is exactly the same. I would have him in, a, in my first living every single time that he's fit. No, oh, God, this is, you, you've got to come back. Theo got, <laughs> got a lot of PR praise, didn't he? Because he was the one that went into the other dressing room. Yeah, he was the only player and oh, shook all the sun hands. That's right. Yeah. Well, also, he, he, the, we didn't have the pennant, did we, to give him at the beginning? So yeah, that, was that, but we, we, <laughs> that was all good. But we have given them £50,000 to build two classrooms. We left the shirts behind. We left the shirts well. behind. Mm. Yeah, that's good. Yeah, you see, see it. And he's still wearing his short sleeve, isn't he? And not the long sleeve. A lot of people are angry about that. He's a maverick. Oh, yeah. um, but it was nice to be giving the money to oh, what's this thing about having classrooms in football they actually have classrooms at the ground is it's that pie eating happens? 101 is that what happened they're having <laughs> we're giving the club a reference to pie yeah, gate just got the standard here guys. we're giving the club's community scheme a £50,000 gift once the FA have given it the all clear the money will be spent on new dress rooms and also providing a teaching area for youth teams that Beautiful. use the ground it was a heartwarming. We should say, in all seriousness, not well, semi-seriousness. It was a uh, heartwarming night, kind of, wasn't it? And even though, if you'd have said, I think probably when we discussed it last week, if we was trying to guess the, the score, we said I said three. Yeah, you said more. I, I, I can't think. remember. I think yeah. I said four-one. I thought they'd score. They should have scored, mm, quite, especially when with the worst ever clearance ever. Surely. That we have to discuss I that. He not, can't darken outdoors again, can oh, he? Whoa, 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 I mean, if we're talking clearances, wow. check against Chelsea. Wow. Yeah, I think Ospina's was worse, wasn't it? Ospina was like... He had so much time. <laughs> so much time, he's like got bored. He was what like, oh... He gave it a cup of tea. I've had the ball for a few yeah, minutes really now. A few yeah, seconds, really I just one of them. It was unbelievable. So, he was terrible. Mm-hmm. I mean, you had some good saves, but that was, that uh, was deeply worrying. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, not that many good saves. I mean, it was only a week ago he sort of did well in Bayern Munich. Though, he did very well, so I'll give him that. But um, all in all, it was a, it was a, it was a pleasing night. And I uh, thought, I mean, even though we people... only won two 0 they they did play out of their skin. And Wenger was very nice afterwards. It was it was all lovely. It was, it was a completely thankless task. I thought, yeah, you, know, I th- you know, people were disagreeing over the impact this pitch would have, and some were referencing what well, Arsenal have got, um, you know, something which hit the training ground that is an artificial surface. But there is a difference between an indoor artificial surface and an outdoor. One oh, yeah. and an outdoor surface that is water to the extent that it was that you are going to get some passes being under hit, over hit. Just the, the usual technique of, of lifting your foot and turning your foot is going to be different um, on, on slightly yeah. different surfaces. So I think give it, cut us some slack. Um, it took some getting used I think to. Most people have Sutton some were slack. great. Massive credit to Non Lee. It was the hashtag magic of the cup. It was great, yeah. great yeah. fun. I thought everything about Arsenal was Clark. Wenger said all the right things in the press conference about how much he respects them and how brilliant they were. We've given the only thing that's ruined grand. is that fat bloke eating the pies turned out to be Wayne uh, That's a shame. Yeah, yes. what a shame. I Big shame. For him, yeah. I mean, I, I, I it's just it? a joke. Isn't it? Some bet saying the whole thing. I mean, did someone go? Sh- you're not allowed to bet on anything, are you? In a football match, the gambling commission. As soon as they um, heard that, yeah. what he said on ITV this morning, yeah. that mm. a few of his mates had a had, a had a bet. Then yeah, he's lead himself up the garden path. Unfortunately, that's, that's what happens when you go on a TV program in Piers Morgan. So. Yeah, but look, um, from, from last night. 
job done. We're through. It's yeah. Lincoln. Let's see what happens there. But look, Liverpool yeah. way now is is the yeah, core the focal point. If you take out last last night's game, we could be on for losing four out of four. Uh, yes. Which is which for me is unthinkable. So we need to learn from what, what happened at Watford, what happened at Chelsea, yeah. what happened at Munich, and we've got ten days now to get our asses in gear and make sure we turn up at Liverpool because they're going to be all guns blazing. Whatever happens with their game against Leicester, in the first twenty minutes we need to shut up shop and really get, and really mm. make sure that we do not capitulate and we put in a good performance. Yeah. Uh, and somehow get at least a point. Yeah, I suppose we have to do Liverpool predictions now, don't we? Because we haven't got a game. Absolutely, our, our next podcast oh, will be think about uh, that. Be Monday the <sighs> Monday the sixth so of March. Before but, I well, actually, that's the day before Bayern Munich. We'll have to look at that and see when oh, we we'll decide to, to pod. We don't know when we're going to do pod, but Come we'll do a prediction for that Liverpool game. So I think you'd be thinking about that, Dan. We have to have official prediction at the end of the oh, podcast. Oh, but we're running out of time, so okay. let me just. Iwobi, surely I, mean, I have nothing against the boy. Two things. Iwobi and also Perez. Oh, Perez, yeah. So Iwobi, yeah. I mean, he's like the new undroppable for some reason, and he just hasn't been playing that well for about um, like Ven- two months. Wenger has his favourites, doesn't he? First yeah. it was Ramsey when he yeah. had that amazing season when he scored about twenty odd goals, and then he hasn't been able to replicate that through injury worries or positional shifts, so to speak. But Iwobi's the same thing. But he's going to have a second season syndrome. Every player that burst through his first season was amazing. He hasn't maintained that. He's he's finding it hard to deal with the pressure, the stardom. Cut the boy some slack. He he's shown what he can do, and he's only going to get better. But Lucas should play ahead of him at the moment. That's good. Yes, and, yes. And scoreline Liverpool. Oh jeez. Uh, oh yeah. Uh, I just went 100 percent Scottish there. You uh, did. Oh yeah, you've asked something on Scottish. Yeah, that's interesting. Uh, uh, I'm going to go sneak a two-one to us. Oh, I. Wow. Oh my God. In your dream world. Yeah. Russ. <laughs> I think I think the score will be two-two, uh, and I 100 percent echo everything you've said on uh, Iwobi and yes. Perez Perez Same. Perez has to start ahead of Iwobi did you see his comments um, it, what today yeah he's well there was a mix of comments there were some comments that came out claiming he, that he was furiously unhappy and that he wasn't even and agent that, has sort of said the opposite his agent came out and said that um, uh, the, the comments were false and that he um, oh, okay. he's, he's willing to fight for his place oh, cool. and Lucas got interviewed by a Spanish radio station um, and it's only just come out today it's all over Twitter oh. um, and he has said he, want, he has to fight to make the manager trust him more he's He's pleased to have played and scored, but he just has to do that more. It's everything you want to hear from a player who's oh, fighting okay. for his place. Good. That, that sums up about, about Iwobi. Wenger must think Iwobi does what he wants him to do, but everyone can see it over the last month that it's not because obviously we've had the, we've had these defeats. I think Perez has to start ahead of Iwobi. Uh, you know what? Perez has been influential the last. Yeah. A few games oh, he's gotcha. played. He's been yeah. involved in eight out of the nine goals that we've scored. Mm. I think he needs to. He, Perez needs to be given a run. Yeah, I agree. Um, but let's end this podcast with Alf. So you've you've gone two one, two two, two two. Josh, uh, one all. I hope. Um, I sort of fear. I hate going to Anfield in recent years because it's not always been the most enjoyable um, matches. But I'll think we get a point which we'd have to take at this stage, wouldn't you, Boyd? Oh, I'd take it. Yeah, I think we're going to lose, um, <laughs> and uh, yeah. it, the, the the misery will continue. We'll lose two one. I think. At least you're not predicting five. At least I'm not predicting five. Um, thank you very much to Dan and Russ. Thank, thank you. you. Dan, Jock AFC. Hello. Russ, Russ Yersh. Psychic Socket Josh. I'm Landy. not at Psychic Josh. No, I know. Yeah. Sorry. Josh underscore Josh Landy. Josh underscore Landy and Boyd Hilton. And we'll see you sometime well, soon. Yeah, I think two weeks time. Two weeks more time. More or less. After the, uh, after the Liverpool. But let's hope I'm wrong. I don't want us to lose against Liverpool. I'd love it. No, if of you course. want, but. You know. Thanks very much. Bye. Sorry for shouting and being high pitched. Bye. <laughs>
This is a Playback Media production. To listen to all our football podcasts, visit playbackmedia.co.uk. Give software vendor audits the red card by signing up the Livingstone Managed Service Team right away. Call 0203-817-4880 or visit livingstone-tech.com to find out how. Sports Social Podcast Network. Lucky Land Casino, asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.